What we see here is the Evan Walker Bridge. And back in 2015, the bridge was covered in lovelocks. There were about 20,000 of them, in fact. The community had made their mark on the city. They were commemorating a deeply personal moment by attaching a lovelock to the bridge. But in 2015, these were unceremoniously removed by the city engineering team due to safety concerns. And this became a huge story for the city. The overwhelming feedback that was received by the council from the community was to recycle and reuse the padlocks creatively and public art was seen as the solution. So the project landed at Public Art Melbourne. We scrambled to find budget and we scoped the viability of commissioning and enduring public artwork using the love locks of high quality. We knew we were working within tight financial and time constraints and with a challenging material. So the locks are made out of an amalgam that mean that working with the material itself is complex. It's not a simple thing of just melting them down. So we had to think more broadly about what a public artwork could be or do. This was really a project that for the city was a PR campaign or a good PR spin to make a good story out of a very personal action that the community had made on their city. How could we create a high quality project that would still honour people's love locks? So we partnered with Craft Victoria. Led by Ramona Barry, six Victorian artists developed small works from the locks. These explored memory, devotion, love and loss to commemorate this moment in the city's history. The focus of these commissions was shifting away from the built to social capital. And they focused on the stories created by the project and each work itself as a way to generate a broader public narrative beyond the arts community through the media. This was a project where we wanted the Herald Sun to run a story, but we were keen to be on the front foot. This meant we worked closely with the PR consultant to generate and influence the public conversation. We acknowledged that traditional and online media was equally a public space in which Public Art Melbourne could work and intervene and commission work within. So while there's very little to see in the public realm here, the project had a combined reach of approximately 2.3 million people. And local authorities from around the world look towards Melbourne for leading the way because love locks is a universal issue and a very complex one because these are objects that are laden with people's stories and personal connection. Do you know if any other, other cities have made public art projects out of the love locks on their bridges? We had looked into that um, and there are a number of projects where works like trees have been installed as a device to get the locks off the bridges. But the problem there is, how big can the tree be? Then there's kind of limited space. What kind of contemporary narrative is that providing or, or, or amenity is that really providing for the public realm? And we did look into, I mean, we looked into ideas of building a giant bell, melting the, the brass down uh, from the locks into a bell so that people could ring a bell as a way of creating a mark that was larger than the city. Someone did make a bell for the Lovelocks exhibition, didn't they? Yeah, Anton Hassel, who, he was the artist for the Federation Bells, did make a smaller bell, but it was an incredibly complex project. He had to end up sawing off all of the steel shanks um, and then working through to make sure that each lock had the appropriate material. So it was a very long and arduous process. 
You were talking about public relations and using the online space as a medium for public art. How do you think that affects commissioning around public art? If I think back about a really fantastic example that's created the conversation about public art in Melbourne, The Vault, by Sydney-based artist Ron Robinson-Swan. I mean, that's a good example of where media has shaped the public opinion. Uh, that was the subject to so many cartoons and articles and debates. And now in the current condition of social media, we need to ensure that while there's work in real life, there's a conversation that's happening elsewhere. In public space. In an alternative public space, like social media, in print, but particularly socials.